0: The subject of today's Season 2 premiere episode is a method of torture and execution that will take us to Northern and Western Europe almost 1,200 years ago. Used sparsely and almost entirely on nobility as a sacrifice to the Norse god Odin, or as a form of revenge, we will go through several Viking texts to find the very few cases of one of the most brutal methods of torture or execution the world has ever seen. Becoming famous in pop culture over the past few years, we'll discuss when it was done, how it was done, And if it was even possible for a victim to survive the entire process, which was the intention? A method synonymous with the Viking warlord Ivar the Boneless. Today we cover the Blood Eagle. I'm Kevin Young. I'm Don Horgan. And this is torture.
1: I couldn't think of a funny name for myself. I, I Singing um, like Daniel the Boneful, or uh... <laughs> so I was always like, and this is the third time. Yeah, <laughs> you know, when, um, Ragnar's is is trout. His name was like. Ragnar and fluffy trousers or something.
0: It, like I actually have that later in the show. Oh, they it's, are... <laughs> Yeah, it's it's uh Ragnar Lothbrok actually translates to Ragnar hairy britches. That's it. Yeah, hairy
1: britches I thought <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh which makes you wonder exactly how did he get that name? Uh was it was it his britches that were hairy? Did he have hairy legs? I don't I don't know. Uh, but yeah, we'll definitely get get into some Ragnar here in a little bit. First, a call to action. Honestly, just go out and uh, tell a friend about the show. Just word of mouth uh, is a huge advertiser. And I'm pretty sure that's how we've gotten, I don't know, at least half of our listeners. Is just people telling other people about it. So, I know it can be embarrassing telling people that you listen to a podcast about other people being tortured, usually to death, but... You know, get over it. No, Ma- anyway.
1: Imagine how it feels telling people that you co host a torture a podcast. About torture. <laughs> like torture. Like, uh, I had a family thing the weekend, and I had one of my t shirts on, had the, the um, baking strips, baking strips, baking strips style one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Every, yeah. Everybody was, was like, I'm th- trying to read your t shirt. What's this? And I'm like, <laughs> well, thankfully, my wife explained it better than I could.
0: Oh, that's good. Like, you've never heard of a bassination here let me tell you let
1: me get into yeah. it with you real quick if
0: Not you only even are remember an
1: amazing metal band. <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: all right well before we start this show um I just want to take a second to apologize to all of our uh Nordic Slavic listeners um whether it be you know Norway or uh uh, Sweden or Iceland for what I'm about to do to your languages.
1: My uh, two uh, brother, in lo- brother brothers-in-law are both Swedish. Yeah. Now my oh, wife is a like... Swedish so y'all can try and figure that one out. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah so I'm probably going to hear back from at least one of them. Um, one I'm of sure them, you will. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure. I'm sure you will. My am in law will probably be like just
0: let you say this. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not proud of what I'm about to do. But it's gonna happen. we're all gonna have it's to. Very entertaining that. for me, so. I tried um a lot of these were because these, these these are uh like Nordic Scandinavian words from again, the ninth century. So most of them don't even have a pronunciation on the internet that I can find. So I'm <laughs> literally just going to, well, you need to turn your tongue inside out more before you say it in order for it to come out. Right. I just, I, Ogan, I'm just a, simple, Bogan.
1: <laughs> a simple
0: guy from the Midwest.
1: My tongue doesn't do that. Uh, not I'll die. We all forgive you. We won't forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get our revenge. Feel, feel free to laugh. Know, especially all the Swedes. Oh, over there. Yes.
0: And email me and tell me how wrong I was, and uh, let me know, because,
1: uh... Yeah, and he you know, butchers, you butchers like. the language of Norway Shire. <laughs> <laughs> it was called the Shire, you put two and two together. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Tony. I actually
0: um, was listening to another podcast a while back, and she's from uh, New Zealand, and she was talking about a, a true crime case in Arizona. I don't know how much you know about Arizona, but there's a a, a city named Tucson, yeah, in Arizona. But Which. it's pronounced, it, it, it's it's pronounced Tucson, but it's spelled Tucson, T U C S O N. And she said Tucson many times. I felt horrible for. Her. I I ended up messaging her and telling her you know, what was wrong. And, you know, I was like, sorry to be that guy, but you pronounce, you know, Tucson. And she, she was very happy that I told her um, so she could get it fixed. So if of I course. fuck something up, let me know. You know, that's how I learn. I always tell me that I'm wrong. You <laughs> you, well, sometimes you tell me like long after the fact. <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah, you were pronouncing that word wrong the whole time. I just let you keep going because it was funny. Yeah.
1: Sure, why not? People are here for the entertainment, so yeah, that is part of it as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I suppose. Well, anyway, let's get into it.
0: Dan, let's take a trip all the way back to the 9th century, specifically March 21st, 867, in the city of York. Now, normally at this part of the show, I have you play a lonely peasant that is captured and tortured for information, or to convert to a religion, or someone that mm-hmm. broke some arbitrary law, or now being for, punished for it. Or for being the not wrong religion now. on the wrong day of the week? Yes, because you're a Protestant today, and then tomorrow okay. you'll have to be a Catholic. Yes. But not this time, though. No, this time you get to be a king. Oh, yeah. Uh, don't get too excited. <laughs> oh okay <laughs> yeah you are King Elya, King of Northumbria current day north period, though. Did it I don't
1: know in Vikings he did
0: <laughs> In
1: Vikings he did
0: yes <laughs> uh, that's now current day North Yorkshire England. See how I didn't say Shire Dan taught me something. You are on the battlefield staring down the great heathen Army. Led by the ruthless and brutal, Ivar the Boneless. Now, before we, you know, go a little bit further, talk, uh, everybody, you know, well, was Ivar the Boneless? Boneless, but like like they show in Vikings, where his legs don't work. It's a possibility. Was yes. this? Yeah, that's also a good possibility for those of you who can't see <laughs> Ivar uh, the Flaccid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was pretty much one of the. Uh, it was either he had a bone condition that made it hard for him to walk or sit up straight and all that stuff, or it's because he was impotent. Uh you know, until he met that very special someone that was able to, you know, just deal with it. I guess I don't know, but there's a you know a couple different reasons he could have been Ivar the Boneless. Take your pick, whichever one's more entertaining for you. Sadly, we Sadly. can't ask him. I don't know how well he'd be doing today uh, if he was around, so it's it's maybe sad that we can't ask him, because he's kind of a horrible person. Uh, So now, you might be asking, why is the Great Viking Army approaching? Well, there are a few different theories on that, but the most prevalent one, the one that we put in the history books as quote-unquote facts, is because of revenge. So, just a couple years earlier, Dan, you and your army had defeated and captured the Danish king, Ragnar Lothbrook. And I have right there in there, fun fact, Ragnar Lothbrook translates to Ragnar Harry Bridges. Sorry.
1: No, it's fine with me. Uh, I'm kind of surprised that you had uh, already heard of that. I did a bit of uh, research this other day. after, like, I, but well, I was already interested in, like, all Viking stuff and mythology and all that stuff for a long time before. But, yeah. And then I was really looking forward to watching the TV show, so I did that. Mm-hmm. But then I also am still in the middle of playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla, uh-huh. which happens to have an awful lot of stuff like that in it too. And so just through general reading of things, through interest mm-hmm. like that, I saw that, so it was... Kind of funny. kind of ruined some stuff about for myself and about Vikings though in the middle of watching it as a result. But you know, yeah, it happens. Yeah,
0: yeah. I didn't. I didn't see anything about old hairy britches, uh until I got to like this real obscure website, like way down in the dark web, and it. it I just couldn't uh, believe that was because I told my wife, and she's like, "That's
1: weird." <laughs> it says, I knew that the names all originated from something. Like, like the whole well yeah something yeah. soul and all that stuff But it used to be like in um in Sweden and stuff like that but uh, so I remember I had looked it up specifically as far as I was to remember to see what that meant because it was obvious what like Ironside came from and like Boneless and stuff like that like the names that they had you know, so. right
0: yeah Thor Odinson yeah because he's Odin's son yes
1: yeah they were very like literal with their uh here's a funny little name fact for you now, as I discovered it's right. going through the brothers-in-law being from Sweden they um wasn't that long ago that they all nearly had like very similar surnames and stuff like that mm-hmm. so they got to choose what their own names were families did so like the like they mean like the most ridiculous of things you should probably text one of them and say to them hey what's the the whole name thing again but basically what happened yeah. was they had too many like Svensons or something in the army, like everybody was Svenson and stuff like that. So they eventually <laughs> they had to change this so like one of them was like um odd oh, Swan's pretty rock or something that's what it translates to. So it, it's fucking they come up with some crazy ass stuff like it's ridiculous. But the basic families got to choose what their own surnames were then yeah, because there was just too many of them with because everybody it's, was whatever son, whatever son, whatever son, whatever son. It's time.
0: just that Spider Man meme. They're all pointing at Svenson? Svensson? Yes. Svensson? Svensson, 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 Hansel, Hansel. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's just as good as anything else. I mean, most English names come from whatever job you had. But yeah, yeah, like Baker. Or, that's yeah, Baker or Mead or Smith mm-hmm. or, and that's uh, you, know, my last name is, you came from you know, my last name's Young. So somebody, and one of my ancestors at one point was very young. And they called him whatever the young and that kind of stuck. So uh which well, takes you to the which uh is that exorcist spoof that they made. Um and they said, Well, Dad, what did John Hancock do? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, poor John.
0: John <laughs> Penisfoot? It's handcocked now. Why? Mind your business, that's why. Oh, fuck. Anyways, Ragnar had been a thorn in the side of the Anglos for many years. So, Dan, when you capture him, you decide to do away with the pain once and for all. But a simple beheading, or hanging, just won't do. No, it has to be something a little slower, more painful, and terrifying. So you decide to... Throw him in a pit of venomous snakes. You know how the abundance of venomous snakes in in northern England.
1: Oh well, yeah, they're just well known yeah,
0: they're, for They're well known snakes. for their venomous snakes. Yeah. Which was something that they had
1: pointed out in one of the articles that I had read. It's like, did this happen? Hmm. That's the first thing I thought about when i seen that before. is like, fuck to get snakes from. Like, you know, <laughs> like you're doing with a king and you have money and tend to be people traveling all over the place, but they tend to not bring back live animals and things like, you know, with, I know the yeah, like, spe- kings having lions and stuff like that, and they're up like, why the fuck would you bring back a bit of snakes?
0: Like, yeah, especially ones that could, you know, you, if they get loose, you have no idea where they are until they kill you. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the two options. You don't know where they are until you are dead. And then, you know, uh, at least with a lion, you can see it coming most of the time. Except, well, n- maybe not in the grand forests of, you know, North England. But oh, yeah, but a North I don't, I don't know. So the last thing you or anyone else hears is Ragnar saying, quote... Well, the, the last thing that you or anyone else hears Ragnar say is, quote... How the little piglets would grunt if they knew how the old boar suffers. Pretty much just saying, hey, because of what you're doing to me, you know, my kids are going to come for get it. get your ass. Yeah. Yeah. Or, uh, have, uh how would they leave the piglets would grunt if they knew how the old boar suffers? for... <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's right. <funny. laughs> <laughs> <Doogin, doogin>, boogin'. <laughs>
0: <laughs> flurgin' 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 Favorite part uh, in the
1: entire show, I have to say, it a bit during that whole speech. <laughs> and he goes, a drink from Curved Horns. It's really funny the way he says Curved Horns. <laughs> oh.
0: So, <laughs> not long after this, the great heathen army, led by Ragnar's sons, Ivar, Uba, and Halfdan, show up in East Anglia with the intentions on revenge and conquest. And now you stand before them, the man that killed their father, in an attempt to stop their progression into the country and to take back York. Spoiler alert, you fail. <laughs> just so you know. Bossers. You don't have a you don't have a good time. Uh so if you believe the stories that will be told years later, what happens next is one of the worst ways to die just short of Ling Chi. Uh, there are a few different ways this whole thing could go down. Um, but the, the one that looks like it's most prevalent is you are laid on your front naked. Uh, you assume that this will be a beheading. I mean, you know, what else could it be? They tie your hands together and your feet together, and several men hold you down. I mean, you're naked, men holding you down. It could be something else, I suppose, than a beheading, but... Then you feel a piercing in your lower back, on the right side of your spine, near your tailbone, possibly, and then a sharp slice all the way up your back to your neck. Then again on the other side, stab, slice. Now you know the slice was deep, as you can no longer move the muscles in your back, and you start to feel, other than immense pain, woozy from blood loss. Then a burning and tearing sensation as the skin and muscles are literally peeled off your back, exposing your rib cage. Then you feel a pounding on your back and you hear several snaps as the pain from your ribs being broken off your spine sets in. Sounds
1: like a Thai massage. (laughs) (laughs) Look around, it's a little Asian woman standing on your back doing the. the... (laughs) Really get in there. Yeah. You like you a happy ending? (laughs) That's <laughs> another one out of the
0: list. <laughs> another one that we can't do.
1: <laughs> you're not do that Kevin. You're not Caucasian. Swedes and Nordics are.
0: The ribs are pulled away outward to the sides, forming what looks like wings of bone. Then the man shoves his hands into the cavity and grabs your lungs, keeping them attached to your bronchials. He pulls them out of the cavity and stretches them either over the ribs or puts them over your shoulders. Uh, between a mix of blood loss and asphyxiation, you lay there and die. A victim of the blood eagle. Uh, another way was that they would tie your hands and your feet to post spread eagle style and performed it on you that way. They made you sit on your knees and hang over like a bar or a box of some sort, or they would tie you to a tree, you know, whatever they could to kind of incapacitate you, make it so you can't move and your back is exposed. But honestly, the the details of it are kind of fuzzy. They weren't really detailed in in exactly how it happened. uh,
1: Yeah, I don't expect somebody was sitting there taking notes while this was happening. (laughs) Yeah, what do you think this is the Bible that counts?
0: Yeah. That was clearly written at the same time it happened. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Thanks for thanks for the book, James. <laughs> Love the re-edits. re edits Great read. Yeah.
0: <laughs> now this wasn't like the rack or ducking, where it was used for any old interrogation or accusation. Now, the blood eagle was used for very specific people, nobility. In fact, in the nine written about instances, everyone was someone of great influence and power, captured on the battlefield or after a raid. It also wasn't simply a way of killing the nobility for posterity's sake, it was seen more as of dishonorable death, and as a sacrifice to the Norse god
1: Odin with his one eye. Do you remember why he gave up the eye? Why he has no eye? Uh, let's see, was it um, for, gave it up for knowledge, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he gave it up for yeah. Crazy, yeah.
0: all the knowledge yeah. there could be knowledge. Yeah, he like hung himself from a tree and let a yeah. crow eat, his eye eat out his eyes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So quite possibly the first use of the blood eagle was used on King Han which again probably wrong uh written about in the saga of ragnar now there are various sagas and skaldic poems we will find in the stories of Brojorn is how it was told to me it was pronounced on google which is again probably wrong um we learned about the death of king elia in the tales of ragnar's sons and the knut in
1: the orkney inga <laughs> saga <laughs> sounds like a piece of furniture from ikea <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, this is uh, pretty much all (laughs) it is. (laughs) Uh, uh, In the Ork Ork Nyinga saga and the Hemscrela, we learn about Torf Inar, ritual execution of Harold Harold Fairhair's son Hafton Longleg in the 9th century. So there's more of those, you know, last names that kind of... There's more of a description. It's like, oh he's got fair hair. Well that's his last name. Well he's got long legs. Well guess yeah, what? We'll he's say, called.
1: So he so he's half Dan, but he also has long legs. So yeah, was he, he three half quarter Dan. three quarter length Dan?
0: <laughs> well he was half Dan, but he's half Dan uh long ways. Oh right. So his left side yeah. was
1: Dan, his right so side only was. Only his like, left bob side was shit. Dan. <laughs> yes yeah, right, they right didn't side watch. had long legs so he's like this
0: yeah no <laughs> nobody walking, liked Bob so they walk called they all <laughs> oh, Fuck. <sighs> now half dan which it's probably Halfdan uh, I imagine it's probably not
1: half Dan it's, it's probably yeah, Hal it, 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 yeah it's Halton yeah, yeah or something like that yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, but him together with his brother Gudra gleam. Were, were rebellious troublemakers who preyed on Norway's earls. They attacked Einar's father, the, El, the aged earl Rognvald. Uh, Hafton had the earl killed by burning him alive in his house. Then he fled to Orkney. Now, Orkney, uh, the Orkney Islands are an archipelago on the northern isle of Scotland. Um, situated off the north coast of Great Britain. So, say Orkney, is just a bunch of islands that, you know, they went to. Now, yeah, you learn something new sometimes. Now in Orkney, Halfton declared himself king, and Earl Enar was forced to flee to Scotland. Later that same year, after gathering an army, Enar returned and soundly soundly defeated Halfden in a navy battle, seeking revenge for the death of his father. Enar slaughtered Halfden, quote, Enar had his ribs cut from in- when I say his and Halfdan's. Enar had Halfdan's ribs cut from the spine with a sword, and the lungs pulled out through the slits at his back. He dedicated nice. the victim to Odin as a victory offering. Nice. Uh, but, but see, in that, it just says that he makes slits in the back and pulls the lungs out through the slits. So And then there's uh, other ones that you read that says that they make um, they cut open the chest and break the ribs through the chest. Uh, but they, you know. That starts somewhere, I suppose. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, I feel that you would die a lot sooner doing it that way. But, oh well. Uh, in the Reagan Small, we learn about the death of Lingvi Honjensen. Now, who was Lingvi Honjensen? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> <laughs> I looked. I'm, I'm a, I, he was a king of some sort, but I looked everywhere to find out, and I couldn't Lingvi get Hodgensen.
1: shit on him. I know, I'm going to try to find him right now.
0: Yeah, go ahead. He was important enough to write about, apparently. I'm going
1: to I'd be so tempted to. Text my brother in law and I'll say, Hey, who's this guy? He back with a full <laughs> detailed history about him. It's fine with me. Uh now through these various texts we often learn
0: about the blood eagle's death of King Edmund of England, um Irish King Melgully of Munster. Again, I looked for a pronunciation of this motherfucker. What, what that that I couldn't brother, find one. How do you spell it? M A E. Yeah. L-G-U-A-L-A-I. What the fuck? (laughs) He's your... He was your king at one point. Back in the, you know,
1: 870s or 860s. Oh, it's... Yeah, I see this here now. It's uh, made of Um, It's... (sighs) This is a variation span of this. M-A-E-L... Space G U A L A E. I yeah I saw that too. Yeah uh, yeah I see. Please I nearly knock off my drink. Um,
0: but every time I brought up pronunciation, it was always like some English pro- somebody in English trying to pronounce it. They're always going like malgulgi I was like, there's no possible way. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard I've heard Dan say Irish words. That's not right. I know it's not.
1: Yeah, it's like McDungle or something. Or Dungale or something. I'd have to... Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure my wife will uh, correct me on it if I to ask her. So, yeah. Anyway. Sorry. Go on.
0: Anyway. Uh, also, Archbishop Hellye and Brucey of Saudi. Or Soey. Or whatever. Because for some reason they have weird letters. Like a D with the top of the d's all bent over with a cross through it i don't i don't fucking know (laughs) but he was technically a supernatural being so who knows if it counts now in the guestador danorum it seems to claim that the eagle carved in the back was more literal actually a simple eagle carved in the back of their enemy uh, an eagle symbolizing death in viking culture they would then rub salt into the wound
1: so, literally, you know.
0: Bastard. Yes. So, so still, still painful. Not quite as painful as a full blood eagle, but still, you know, painful. Uh, how disappointing would that be, though? All this lore about the blood eagle, and you're know, removing somebody's entire back to get to the lungs, and then, you know, you you come to find out it's literally they just took a knife and some somebody just kind of drew an eagle in the back of that. some. Arbitrary yeah. eagle. <laughs> rudimentary eagle on their back. They like sprinkle them with salt like salt bag. Right <laughs> <Yeah. in. laughs> Or
1: they you just stab some guy who had a tattoo on his back of an eagle or something? Yeah. <laughs> they, they shall speak of this for years to come. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but see that all brings us to the problem with the blood eagle. Uh it's the same problem we've had with about half of the methods and devices we've covered on this show. Did it really exist? Was it a real punishment or just a literary device? Because here's the thing. All of these prose that were written about the Blood Eagle weren't written until about two to four hundred years later. And not, and it wasn't all by Viking poets and storytellers. Some were told by Christian authors most likely to scare non-believers into leaving paganism, And following Christianity, like look how horrible these people can be. Look what they can do. Of course, wait a you know wait a thousand years and (laughs) see what the fucking Christians do. But yeah, I mean, it was just a propaganda tool,
1: is what. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Like, is the whole thing of having your religion of you going to heaven based on the fact of you having to die in battle and all that stuff to have. It switched around so that's like, yeah. Well, look, you could die this way, which means you'll never get to see your God. And all this is a nice little easy way of persuading people, I think. Yeah, the classic Catholic which, though. Like you know, here, here's here's why you don't want to be this religion, and here's why you want to be with us.
0: Yeah. Today and then tomorrow, you got to be Protestant or else, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and it's illegal. <laughs> At least Vikings knew where they stood on all this shit. You died in battle, you go to Valhalla, you you, you, you drink mead with your buddies and tell war right. stories for all of eternity. I mean, it doesn't matter, you know. Anything else doesn't matter that that's the crux of the of the religion. With Christianity, there's about a, you know, what, nine dozen different types of sects that you can go through and all of them are wrong
1: compared to everybody else. So Yeah, but you'll burn in hell if you go against the word of God. But if you go against the word of God, he will forgive you upon death. So you won't go to hell. He'll accept you into heaven with open arms. But you go to hell. Yes. So
0: everybody out there, uh, your grandfather who died uh, after, you know, 100 years on this earth, uh, didn't believe in God, but was a good person, gave to charity, um, did good works, was always there for you and your siblings and all your family, just everybody loved him. He's burning in hell right now, but Jeffrey Dahmer asked for forgiveness, and Ted Bundy asked for forgiveness before they were both killed, so they're in heaven.
1: Yeah. If that's, yeah,
0: if that's fair.
1: I was going to say, yeah. It'll like, be like Hitler's sitting there having a cup of tea right now with, like, Pope John Paul II. Both just chilling out, talking shop. You know, yeah, both have got forgive, forgiven for all their Hitler, bullshit. Uh, Hitler probably had a better chance
0: of getting in heaven than most of the popes did. <laughs> <to. laughs>
1: Especially the one that was there and overseeing the entire thing to do with the, the scandals. Yeah. JP! <laughs> but anyway, I haven't got anything against Catholicism. Let's continue. No. Not a thing. I have no issues with and it. And anybody
0: whatsoever. that says otherwise has no idea what they're talking about. Oh, burn in hell, yeah. <laughs> Dan, I have a confession to make. I have crabs, beard, dandruff. is close.
1: <gasps> so much worse. Nice. <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> Look away, I'm idiot all, uh, all, <laughs> all serious. All, <laughs> all serious.
1: <laughs> all serious. <laughs> all
0: serious. <laughs> Me serious now, no funny. No <laughs> Frankenstein, no fire, bad. Ah. In all seriousness, many of us men with facial hair have some sort of dry skin under their you know, face fur. I, I have particularly dry skin, uh, especially on my face, around my nose, my eyes, ears. That beard and mustache—they draw a ton of moisture from your skin in order to stay healthy leaving the skin underneath sometimes dry, itchy, red, flaky leading to uh, the beard dandruff and I struggled with it for quite a while struggled to you know rein it in then I found thebeardstruggle.com they use all natural products never tested on animals that your
1: face, body and beard will love they have day oils to protect your beard from UV rays and dirt and grime and it keeps your skin from drying out all the troubles the day can bring and they have night oils to help moisturize and rejuvenate your skin and beard while you sleep. Not to mention, as of right now, they have eight different fragrances, according to Kevin. According to <laughs> that's this, that's what they tell me. That's what they tell yeah. me. <laughs> do you want to know what they are?
0: I do. I want you. to Ready? I want you to pronounce them perfectly.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here we go. Ready? Okay. Yeah. From Alfheim's forest. Which has a scent of woodsy, leather, and spices, to Hionir's home
0: <laughs> scent
1: of greenery, amber, and musk, to Valhalla's gates. With essences of citrus, amber, sandalwood, and vanilla.
0: Mm. And right now, yes, right now I'm using the Aesir's Triumph, which I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, which has the scent of sweet incense, tobacco, whiskey, and cinnamon. And my wife absolutely loves it of course i haven't gotten one from them they haven't loved that she hasn't loved so and if you can't choose just get the sample pack which comes with six of their mainstay scents and five milliliter bottles of nighttime elixir so you can decide what is best for you but they have so much more than just oils balms wax shampoo conditioner butters cologne natural deodorant skincare products heated beard straighteners combs brushes shaving kits growth kits merch list goes on and on and on no matter what kind length or style of facial hair you have the beard struggle has the products
1: you need you get a free gift for purchases over 50 dollars then you get another free gift for purchases over 100 dollars and all orders over 65 us dollars get free shipping you have a 90 day money back guarantee so you really have nothing to lose and be sure to use our exclusive coupon code torture19 at checkout to get 19% off your entire order that's t-o-r-t-u-r-e 19 at checkout for 19% off your entire order
0: torture19 at checkout or click on the link in the show notes thebeardstruggle.com do what's right for your beard do what's right for your face I don't think anyone would argue with whether or not the Vikings were ruthless and violent enough to torture and kill kings and noblemen in this way. Uh, That's not much of a question. But the purpose of the Blood Eagle, as far as we know, was for the victim to suffer through the entirety of the torture and eventually die of asphyxiation after the lungs were pulled out of the body. Not much of a human sacrifice to Odin if they die within the first couple minutes. So, could one survive the whole process? Well, according to an article in Speculum, a journal of medieval studies by Luke John Murphy, and I quote them quite a bit in this, so I'm going to go ahead and give them credit right in the show. Uh, Luke John Murphy, Heidi R. Fuller, Peter L. T. Willen, and Monty A. Gates, the answer is a resounding Oh, maybe. Probably not.
1: Are they doctors? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, James they all Down have... the Road if he knows. I'm shit it? So it
0: was a, a few of them who were re- writing it who um like mastered in uh, medieval studies and then some doctors from uh, other universities. I, I can't remember which of the universities it was because I read through that part real quick, kind of the accolades real quick. Uh, but these people pretty much knew what they were talking about. So mm. and it got published in a you know, major journal. You know, it was in a few others. I found this on the actually University of Chicago website where they had published it. So
1: uh I don't believe I, anything is published and due to the fact that the Bible's published, so you know. <laughs> uh,
0: so in theory, it seems like something you could do real quick and get it done before the victim dies. Uh you know, just rip open the back, grab the lungs, pull them out. You know,
1: in theory, I suppose. Uh,
0: yeah, well, if think,
1: there aren't any major arteries in the area back there, are there? That I know of. Well, well I mean, we're gonna. Again, I'm not a doctor, people. So. <laughs> <laughs> just like
0: most, just like most things, it's a it's a bit more complicated. So let's have a little anatomy and physiology lesson, uh, real quick, so we can really see what what will happen
1: with the blood eagle dr kevin's in the house yes our whole new segment (laughs) medicine with kevin
0: (laughs) i rub cocaine on it (laughs) (laughs) and that's the whole segment (laughs) so first you would have to cut the skin and peel it back obviously Problem is, the back has a surprising amount of large muscles in it. Uh, superior, transverse, and inferior tra- inferior tra- trapezius and latissimus dorsi. So your lats that are way down here. Uh, so it would, in theory, be easier to cut through all the muscles at the same time as the skin and pull it all back at once. But you run into yet another problem. Something I don't think most of us think of when we think of the blood eagle. The shoulder blades. You can't peel all the skin and muscle away and to the sides because the shoulder blades or scapula. Wouldn't allow you without cutting deeper into the back to sever the levator scapula, rhomboid minor, and rhomboid major. That's a part of the process that's not mentioned in any of the ancient Viking texts. Oh, that's so it. There's a another
1: ball. cut. Myth posted. So,
0: <laughs> that's it. Throw it yeah. out the window. Yeah. It wasn't in the text. Didn't happen. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, and that that could have just, I mean, that could just be along with the whole makes cuts in the back and, you know, pulls away.
1: That that could just be included. They could have um, followed up up to there, kind of. Like, I mean, it's around here. So, like, that's still. Go two thirds of your back.
0: Yeah, but where the muscles, and everything are connected that are connected to the uh to the scapula, it would, it wouldn't just be all the way up here. They'd be like way down here to where you couldn't. People are, can't see where the fuck I'm at. uh He's But you, you, wouldn't to, <laughs> you wouldn't be able Pulled to. You wouldn't be able to <laughs> that ass. Ooh, is that oh. Darth Maul? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, so you got back? <laughs> you wouldn't be able to pull away enough of the skin and muscle to actually get to the lungs. Um, I mean, you might be able to actually touch the lungs, but you are definitely wouldn't be able to pull them out. So, did it? Did it, guys? Okay, I touched him. I touched the boat. I touched the butt. Uh, let's say you have an executioner has, that has a learned knowledge of the human body and knows how to traverse this part of the anatomy with little to no issue. They know how to, you know, they're able to take skin off, muscles off, make the extra cuts they need to move the scapula, because once you cut away the, the muscles around the scapula, the shoulder blades will actually fold away. So leading to even more of a winged look, I suppose. So let's say that the executioner knows exactly what they're doing. They're able to get that all pulled away. Nice, quick, clean, great. Then you come across the next major obstacle, the ribs. Now, texts say that the ribs were cut away from the spine. problem with this is that the ribs are connected to the spine with extremely tough and flexible ligaments, and cutting through them would be very time-consuming. Time the victim doesn't have. Mm-hmm. However, the the sagas say that they were cut away with a sword or an axe, which probably means they weren't cut as much as they were broken. It just, yeah. uh, Now, a part of the rib called the neck of the rib breaks without much trouble uh, with a good amount of you know force trauma, but again, problem hacking away at the ribs because it would be almost impossible to get all the ribs at once without burying a sword or axe in the victim's back probably just kill them. And if that didn't, the shards of bone getting forced into the body cavity would. So you would need a fast and effective way of getting the ribs off the bone without trauma to the organs. Lightsaber. Well. (laughs) One of those ones that one of those that you like uh Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy where they can cut the bread and toast it at the same time. Isn't uh, it yeah, so in like
1: is um Star Wars the family guy Blue Harvest? He has the cheese knife, the lightsaber cheese knife. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just that <laughs> and then he, ooh, cracker barrel cheese. Yeah. Yuck. yeah, yeah. I've
0: had that cracker barrel cheese. He's not wrong. It's not good. <laughs>
1: I used to be a huge. I, you don't have Cracker Barrels over in Ireland, so I know. I know but there you is there is a, a crack- there is a cheese you can get here called Cracker Barrel cheese, but it's not a. I think it was a, I don't know if it wouldn't be the same one though, and not, because it I was doubt, yeah, an I Irish doubt it. company. So it's just yeah, no, percent. it's definitely not. <laughs> it's about as far as from Ireland,
0: Irish <laughs> as you can. Like it's, it's 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 white Southern people made it, and uh, I don't know. You ever noticed? Uh, so Cracker Barrel came out and did a, a big thing. They're they're you know very inclusive. They're having rainbow rocking chairs outside their uh, the restaurants and and they're you know stood up and say hey, everybody's welcome, which is great. Pissed a lot of people in the south up, that's great. But if you ever look at the Cracker Barrel logo, there's a line that goes from like the rocking chair all the way around Cracker Barrel. That's a fucking whip. Oh, wow! That was okay. used for one very specific thing, and actually, uh, a cracker barrel was what the slaves called the barrels that the their you know the white man kept their whips in. Oh, nice! So okay, it's very, it's very actually problematic.
1: Yeah, so but... like, Look, it's made by Kraft. That's the one you get here. Is made by Kraft.
0: Oh yeah? Yeah. That's, That's very, very Irish. Yeah,
1: yeah. I didn't
0: know Yeah. Cra- I didn't know Kraft was a Irish name. It's not an Irish name. <laughs> 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 <Tom>. <laughs> Kraft! Sounds very
1: German. Kraft! Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's it's yeah. it's yeah. K R A F T, yeah. Yeah, I'll send you the thing that'll show you what it is. Because um, I found it on Amazon. And this is the pretty much the exact same as the version that we get here, so because I can't yep. find a link to the Irish store, Cracker Barrel cheese. This is very in,
0: Nope, in, that's uh, it, that's it. Yeah, that is actually that is the 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 restaurant Ooh. Cracker Barrel. Yeah, why it's forty four fucking oh because it's a ton of it, I guess. Eight what?
1: ounce. pack of three that's 44 fucking dollars that uh, yeah well, I, I can't even see it's currently unavailable for me here
0: yeah <laughs> no over here. mine says it's 44 dollars a dollar 83 an ounce i've had cracker barrel cheese it's not worth it
1: <laughs> welcome to the cheese no thank you Dan and Kevin. yeah <sighs> tell you what, it ain't no Kilmedan, tell you that much yeah Irish cheese is the best cheese Wow! Well, How the fuck did cheese? we get on this? A...
0: <laughs> oh yeah, lightsabers.
1: We went from
0: lightsabers to cheese. Yeah, so yeah, we went from putting somebody's
1: it? ribs open to a packet of cheese.
0: <laughs> from Dan looking up on Amazon for Cracker Barrel cheese. I think we both
1: have ADHD, dude. Probably. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm browsing a cheese selection at my local <laughs> shop. <laughs> See what they have. Uh, anyway,
0: so. The writers of the Speculum article had figured out a way that could have worked. So with a spear or a long knife, with a shallow hook at the tip that could be placed on the rib near the spine. Okay, so I've used a lot of words and phrases on this show that has made both of us cringe and shudder. For some reason, the word that they use in this article just a simply simple everyday, innocuous word. Moist made me, made, no, it made me vocally gasp when All I right. read it. So when I told Stephanie, um, she just made this disgusted face and froze for about a minute. So it it it's weird how just the simplest words uh, can can give you a very dark description of something, but. Here you go. So you would put the shallow hook on the ribs and unzip the ribs from the spine.
1: (laughs) I just, yeah, straight out. The the exact thought. That's a perfect. (laughs) Damn it. I read that. I was like,
0: I read that. I went, oh, God. For some reason, just the I mean, breaking the ribs from the spine is one thing you think about that. You're like, okay, just hack it away. But unzipping the ribs, I don't know. That seems worse. Well, it's a good opportunity I,
1: for some merch. Your have <laughs> ribs with <but> <laughs> a zipper on it now. <laughs> See, But you got to put it on the back. Yeah. Got to put it on the back. And inside, all, all you, on you on find that. is a load of craft cheese. <laughs> <a> cracker barrel. <laughs> cracker barrel cheese the whip
0: now unfortunately no weapons or tools like this have been found it's it's purely speculative they say well this uh could have done it um but they didn't find anything like this so was it that what did they actually use a tool like this it's not looking like they did but let's say They did, and all of those were lost, or the tips were all broken off, so we don't know. So, now the ribs are separated from the spine, but you still have to fold them outward, which is another problem, because the ribs aren't like metal hangers that you can bend and shape to your needs. They're bone. Flexible bone, but they're still bone. So, bending them out won't quite work, meaning you have to break them, either by hand or with a weapon leaving to the possibility of damage to the thoracic cavity and the organs inside. So you go through all this, uh, quickly and carefully, open the back of the victim, probably all for naught. Now, there's a very good chance that by now your victim is long dead. Anatomically, the skin and muscles of the back receive blood through several arteries, each of which would, uh, be severed when the soft tissue tissues were dissected during the initial phase of the blood eagle. None of these arteries are particularly large, but they supply a large volume of tissue, and cutting them would probably result in rapid and significant Just... loss of blood.
1: <laughs> Spraying yeah. All <laughs> There. there goes proof now that I have absolutely no medical knowledge whatsoever. So I like, yeah, sure, there's not any major arteries back there. Like, they could cook back but there and be okay. Hey, they're no. not major. I wouldn't
0: say they're major
1: arteries, but
0: there are arteries. You know, all your muscles get blood flow to them. So there, there are arteries. And, and there's none of them are really big, but there's enough of them with enough blood that cutting them would not be great. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and even more importantly than that, fracturing the ribs would uh, sever intercostal arteries, which emerge directly from the aorta. Now, this would result in significant and rapid loss of blood, dramatic fall in blood pressure, and a substantial reduce in the blood supply to the brain. And perhaps most significant is the risk of damaging the aorta itself during the procedure. When you do that, you know, it, it's it's over. You know, you get the reordera or you get the femoral artery in your leg and you're pretty much done. You, you know, there's yeah, not a you're whole lot you
1: fairly, can do Yeah, are fairly fucked.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, if you get to 50% blood loss, the victim is done. You know,
1: 40%. <laughs> uh, just for the people who are listening as opposed to people who are watching, I just changed my background to the Cracker Barrel logo. Hence yeah. the reason Kevin got lost in his. <laughs> I just yeah, had I an idea. Though. Go on with the whole merch thing because you know, we need that shit. But, uh, but like we should change that there to be like rib cracker, cracker in the bottom, rib Cracker. have a rib cage there instead of tomorrow. rib cracker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Rib cracker cheese. Uh, I, mean, I think I'm pushing it with the with the Burger King logo on the t shirt. You know, I think cracker okay. barrel. Think and here's a better be idea, cracker 82. barrel. Hit us up. I'll eat your cheese. We have no shame. (laughs) We'll push your shit. We don't care. I'm a
1: bit of a cheese slot. I'll have you know.
0: (laughs) But let's say they are still alive. Let's say you heated up the knife and cauterized the wounds as you go, limiting the amount of blood loss. It doesn't say anything about this in any of the texts I read, but, I mean, it's always a possibility. It's one of the first things I thought of when I thought of the massive blood loss. It's like, well, they could have, you know, heat the knife up, red hot used it it would have cauterized everything so the blood loss would have been very limited yeah still would have been some on obviously and and the 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 pain probably would have put the person in shock um but you know the blood loss would have been handled there's uh, another problem that most people don't think of i certainly didn't think of until i read it uh with the back of the victim completely gone and the muscles that control breathing separated from the body, the lungs would simply collapse, leaving the victim completely unable to breathe. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I didn't even think of that one, yeah. I mean, and the second you pierce into the back, one of those lungs is probably going to collapse. It's just, it's how the body works. Now, this would most definitely kill them before the blood eagle could be completed. And then the whole stretching the lungs over the ribs while they're still attached thing is almost impossible. Since the lungs are collapsed and shriveled up, you would have to completely remove the lungs from the body in order to do it. So, no, surviving through the full-blood eagle was pretty much impossible if they happened at all. Not like I had said earlier. The Gesta Danorum says it was simply an eagle carved in someone's back and sprinkled with salt. Other texts say that it was a carving done with an eagle's claw. Some say that it was more along the lines of letting an eagle tear at the back of the victim. And others say that after the battle and uh, most of the bodies were taken away, these particular bodies, the ones of nobility and, and the kings, were left on the field to be torn apart by the birds. In any Ooh. case, unless a corpse is found with the telltale signs of the blood eagle done to it, which will probably never happen since these were sacrifices to Odin, they were probably burned afterwards. We'll just never know.
1: That's pretty that's pretty mad.
0: Yeah. I
1: that's saw a- I saw a few
0: times, it's like, well, we're, we're still searching for corpses that may have had the blood eagle done to it. It's like, well, if there was only like nine... To begin with, seven to nine. To begin with, Mm. you're probably not going to find it. And even if they were buried, I mean, even 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 if this did happen again, they're sacrifices. They're not going to dig a big, you know, grave and put them in it. To to you know, the body's going to be destroyed. They're going to burn it. They're going to throw it in the ocean. They're going to get rid of it. You're never going to find something like this because it was a sacrifice.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're not going to give them like proper burial or kind of what you call it. I'm trying to think like uh, commemorate them in any way, shape, or form or any of that shit. Yeah, like, yeah these these be, were yeah,
0: yeah these gone. were the Christian enemies. They they stood against what they believe. They're not going. You're not going to get a proper burial, especially yeah. if you're sacrificed. So, uh, Dan, do you have any pop culture? I know there's a lot. I know there's pop culture references. I do. To this, yeah,
1: about. I, 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 yeah, I I obviously um. The Vikings TV series. You yeah, see a couple of examples of it throughout that. Mm-hmm. Um, one of which is far more um kind of detailed than the other. Like yeah, it's graphic. Yeah, yeah, like they have the whole thing where they're saying it that they have to keep their hands up and they're not allowed to show um pain, otherwise they won't get into Valhalla if they sc- scream or show. You yeah, know what I mean, they have to yeah have you have to yeah. deal with it like a man.
0: Which I'm pretty um, sure was
1: made up for the show 100 there's that's no fine. way in hell yeah. like, Except for that Ling Chi dude Nobody else has gone through any of that shit <laughs> You know um, But yeah I got a, I got a couple of things A couple of things here It's in um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla As well mm-hmm. um, I personally haven't gotten to that part of it yet But um, I'm aware of its existence um, And I found a song About it Oh yeah, so... the uh, uh, This is fucking hilarious. Right? So, the song itself is called Blood Eagle, right, and it's by okay. a band apparently called Van Laid, V-A-N-L-A-D-E from their album called Iron Age, right? <laughs> Alright, I'm, I'm okay. Getting right. a theme, but okay. Yeah. So, the <laughs> album cover art the best thing I think I've ever seen. <laughs> this is fucking brilliant. So, I'll set the scene for you right? right so the background is of like mainly kind of stormyish kind of sky and it's like water for about the bottom third of it or so and it's kind of like a water's edge so the water's kind of rushing a little bit like splashing up oh, the sorry. sand rocks on the right hand side we have a funny naked woman um holding up a sword in her hands like this presenting it to somebody the person she's presenting it to is a guy standing there, bare chested, muscly dude wearing a pair of what looked like leather trousers, gripping his own crotch, while holding <laughs> holding a flying V, a white flying V guitar up in the air above his head, and going like. <laughs> 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 I'm assuming though, like this would be considered an eighteen stuff. So I probably I shouldn't put anything as nudely in the background here, so I won't put it up. But you can go look it up yourselves if you want to. But um, there's a thirty second snippet of the song. Um, I listen to that in a while, but uh, here's the here's the lyrics for him. All right. A look in your eyes, you'll pay for your crimes. When Blood Eagle takes his revenge, captured to torture, there is no escape. Spread your wings by force. Get ready to die. Scream for your master. Pain just too <laughs> pain just too great to bear. Why? Echoes of laughter. Crucifixion. Take to the skies. <laughs> and I, and it, there's more to it than that, but I just imagine them going. Bloody eagle! As, you said bloody eagle. I could just think Family guy, he's like Roadhouse, yeah, yeah, Roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> but um apparently, uh, well, I, I looked. Was was a good I viewer. was that must be me on it. Probably, probably
0: yeah. I was. I was curious to to what it looked like, so I looked up Blood Eagle song, and there's actually. Uh, let's see, one, two, three, four. Five, six, oh, I found seven, another one yeah <laughs> eight nine songs called Blood Eagle and a
1: band called
0: Blood Eagle yeah, I found MDM
1: and Skull Bludgeon Blood Eagle yeah I have uh,
0: Wardruna Anthrax has a song called Blood Eagle Wings Firespawn uh Red uh oh. Death and Fire Periphery um Paul D. Beats, uh, Talis, Talamuse, and Garbeast. I didn't know, know Perfree had a song called Blood Eagle. Mm. And then the band Blood Eagle has great songs like uh, A Life That Rots Away, Eyes Sewn Shut, and Doctrine of Death. Nice. I
1: thought that was me, Dr. Kevin, because I put cocaine <laughs> on it. There you go. If it smells, just cut it off. That's a bit of doctor advice there. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Like, I'm gonna Some... have to give this other blood legal song a listen. Though the oh, Jesus, I hit play back there so full blast, and I just fucking
0: <laughs> I heard, I, I, heard it for half oh, a really? second before before Zoom cut it out. Oh, I heard it? it
1: for half a second. out
0: of here <laughs> <laughs> all right well oh let's God. say thank you to our patrons Inquisitor Willow Quinn Fowler executioner dragmonney and actually they uh, emailed me the other day and they or they emailed us the other day and they approve of how I say their name so I'm gonna keep doing it Zagamani. <laughs> and or uh, our torture noob, NX Sinister 26. Thank you all so much for uh, supporting us. Go follow us on Instagram, all the other short social medias at torturepod. Email us torturepod at gmail.com. If there's anything you would like for us to cover, or you have any comments, uh, rate and review on Apple, follow, subscribe, wherever. You listen. Apparently, not Stitcher anymore. Uh, they sent a big thing out, uh, Stitcher saying that they are canceling their operation. So, if you listen on Stitcher, go find us. Uh, I guess their their sister platform or whatever's Pandora. So you go find us on there. But I don't anybody use Pandora anymore. Podbean, um, good Podbean. Podbean, Podbean. Good Pods is good because you can leave reviews on Good Pods. You know? mm-hmm. go, wherever you can, wherever else you can listen, go go listen somewhere. But yeah, Stitchers stitcher is going to be done here uh, like the end of uh, the middle of August or something like that. Sure. Um, head over to our YouTube page where you can see snippets of the episodes and listen to full length episodes. If you like to donate to the show, you can either on our link tree, which you can find on our socials or you can buy us coffee at buymeacoffee.com/torturepod or you can go to our Patreon and sign up. patreon.com/torturepod uh and right now you can sign up for a free seven day trial version to our cult leader tier which gives you pretty much everything except for like the free merch and uh sitting in on an episode with us so unless you you know upgrade to the executioner tier but i mean seven days free just to see what uh what it's all about can't you know yeah and you can go buy our merch something like the hat I have on right now, which just <laughs> it disappeared. Is now it's I touched it and it's the TARDIS on my hat. <laughs> Mine's uh, stained, which we have it? the hats, we got the t-shirts, clocks, whatever you want. We get a redbubble.com slash people slash torture pod. Hint for our next episode. We get back into cults with real life sex crazed vampires. So my family. Yay. <laughs> something like that yeah. dan do you have any words of wisdom
1: oh yeah yeah so here, here's a nice <laughs> one this one's this one's uh for the ladies uh the wives more Ooh. so y'all know what i'm talking about now when i want to say this if you uh give a man a fish you'll eat for a day teach a man how to fish and you can get rid of him for an entire weekend <laughs> there you go i always like the one um, ladies,
0: if you ask your husband to do something, he will do it. You don't have to nag him for the next six months. Yeah, it'll get done. Right. Uh, uh, eventually. <laughs> I will do it, but I will do it when I want to, not when you tell me to.
1: Prime example of that right now is I've wardrobes you got know, fitted in two years ago. I still have to put handles on. I put handles on yeah. one and use that to mark masking tape in order to be able to just stick that on and then drill the holes for the other ones. The masking tape says sitting on the edge (laughs) of (laughs) the floor. I I could have just done it that day, but do you think I did? No.
0: We, uh... God, this was years ago. We had bought a little shelf to put in our kitchen to put our Wi-Fi in, to put our router in, because it's kind of the middle of the house, so it'd be better, um, situated. So everybody can get Wi-Fi better and I haven't put the shelf in uh, we haven't moved our Wi-Fi this was years ago and she's asked me about it since I was like if I was ever going to do that I was like nah I think the wi fis is fine right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's to put the shelf in there's no point fuck <laughs> it <laughs> uh, sure. it is what it is I right. yeah. oh alright everybody take care of yourselves take care of one another we'll see you. have